Hello and welcome. It's the Filmmakers Podcast. What are you doing? Are you making your film? What are you doing? You write your script? Why not? Get to it. Be inspired and go out and make your film. Do it. This is the Filmmakers Podcast. A podcast where we talk filmmaking from indie film to studio films, how to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to F it up in our very, very humble opinion. Today we're talking with producer and exec producer Ian Sharp all about how to get your indie films made. He's a producer and an exec producer and he also finances films. I'm Giles Alderson. I am inside a cupboard in a hotel room in Spain. Yes, that's right. I thought in here it would be the best sound. It's now getting warm. I have no idea if it's the best sound. It still sounds echoey. But not as echoey as the big room I'm in at the moment. It's not that big. Nah, you know, you know what it's like. We're filming here. We're filming in southern Spain for Chrome Productions. And we're making a really cool advert for TUI. Uh, Stephen Parker, shout out to you. Shout out to Michael Berliner. And uh, shout out to all the cast and crew. It's been a really, really fun shoot. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me. Anyway, um, I am Giles Olsen, as I said. I'm the director of the Dare feature film. Uh, I'm the director of World of Darkness, which is available now. And I'm the producer of The Serial Killer's Guide to Life, which is having screenings coming up. Oh, yeah. Industry screenings. Very, very soon. The next couple of weeks, in fact. In fact, it might be a week and a half. Oh, yeah. Invites are going out. And then we're having a, a cast and crew of that as well. I'm also the producer of Cassette. And I'm currently directing Food for Thought documentary exploring veganism uh, my not-for-profit tv series that i shot with andrew roger has also just got a trailer done and we're sending that out to uh, all the tv stations who are very interested let's let's see what happens see what excitement grows with that indie film shouts this week go to kevin pibus brian o'malley and ink tip is where producers go to find scripts and writers since 2001 ink tip has been helping producers and writers connect to make films more than 365 films have been made from scripts that have been found on InkTip and the writers that have been found with them. Every week, producers option or buy an average of five or more scripts from the InkTip writers. Access is free to qualified producers. Producers and writers go to inktip.com to register. There you go. Thank you, InkTip. Uh, they gave us a shout-out. We're giving you one back. InkTip for producers and writers. Do it. Get involved. If... You haven't heard of Raindance yet, which I'd be really surprised if you're an indie filmmaker, and I'd be super, super surprised if you're regularly listening to this podcast. But if you haven't, you need to check them out. They're a film school and a film festival based in London, and you can go whenever you like. This isn't a course where you have to stay there week in, week out, day in, day out. No, it's not at all. Where you can drop in and you can drop out. Uh, It's based in London. And they've been supporting independent film for the past 27 years. The best way to find out more information about what they do is attend their upcoming opening house on Saturday, the 12th of December, 11am, at Raindance Film Training Centre. You'll get a taste of their world-renowned evening, you'll get a taste of what they do, and weekend filmmaking courses and workshops about directing, screenwriting and producing. And you'll gain invaluable introductory knowledge and tips on how to break into the film industry. If you want to do that, get on it. This is cool. There's also a networking session at the end where you can build your contacts, which I've always said is vital. Who you know and who you meet in the filmmaking world is vital. Do it and be cool when you're there as well. Make sure you've got some cards with your name and number and email address on it as well. Um, Business cards vital for filmmakers. 
Uh, and because you are listening to this Filmmakers Podcast, you can get all this for free. Yes, for free. Just enter our exclusive discount code, Taste of Podcast 20, when booking at the checkout. Link is in the show notes. Thank you, Randall. Okay, let's get to this week's podcast with the fantastic Ian Sharp. What a lovely guy. Uh, he's also from near where I'm from as well. That makes him even more lovely. So without further ado, join myself and Andy Roger as we chat to Ian Sharp. Okay, so joining me as the co-host today is a lovely and talented cinematographer. I'll take that. Andrew Roger. Is that your name? Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to ask me that. Yes, that's my name. Right, good, yeah. good. Guess what you've... Um, what I've been doing recently. Cinematographer. Guess what I've cinematographed? Yeah, can you guess? Borderline. Okay. Correct. Series yeah. one and two. Yeah. Uh, series two looks better. Okay. But series one is funnier. Nice. Can yeah. you guess? Can you guess any more? Uh, I think I worked with you and I, the dare. Yep. I haven't worked with our guests today yet, but you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Uh, shall, yeah. I, shall I? Go on then. Okay. So we've got World of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. got um, Not For Profit. Yeah. Our TV series coming up soon. I'm going to have to look now. The Heart of the Forest, our short film, which is now on Shorts TV. Yeah. Iron Man 3. You didn't do Iron Man 3. No. I, didn't. I didn't do Iron Man You didn't do that, no? no. Ip, <laughs> Ip Man. Ip Man. Ip Man. Didn't do that. Didn't do that, no. What else did you do? <laughs> um, lots. But you also, you did um, Sunset Dreams, One Thing Left to Do, Hard yeah. and Soft, and yeah. To Dream yeah, feature film, which is out, out now. In the, yeah. Well, in the States, it's out now. Out in two weeks here. It's coming out on the 18th of December, To it Dream. Is. Yeah. Watch it. It's a brilliant Thanks for the plug. Pleasure. It's a brilliant film. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I've been really busy. Yeah, you have. Um, we went and shot... The Dare over in Bulgaria. We went and shot The Dare. That was good. It was very cold. There was that, that thing that happened that was funny. Remember that thing? That thing that was hilarious. really funny. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've been shooting lots of commercials. I've been you shooting have. toothpaste commercials. I've been shooting... Uh, a big, big toothpaste Big, big deal can, can you say what it was? Nope. I can. NDA. Can't talk about it. Can you not? I honestly can't. I've actually starred in one of those adverts. Have you? Yeah. Interesting. But not relevant. Um... <laughs> Uh, and uh, two TV pilots. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. Busy. Busy, Busy boy. Do you know what? This might be your busiest ever December. Mm, it's pretty close. Pretty close. Great. Good. This has been good. This thanks, has Jazz. been a good this chat. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Enjoy your time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what have you been doing, Giles? Uh, boring technical corner. <laughs> yeah. technical co- Let's do another one later. Yeah, I got yeah some, that was, that was things fun. to talk about. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um, I've been doing loads, Andy. Of course you have. But I don't want to talk about me. Big deal. Like yourself. Uh, I'm against that. I'm not. But I want to get to today's guest. Yeah, we all, everyone wants that. Because it's everyone wants that. I want us two working on because it's much more important. Joining us today on the Filmmakers Podcast is producer and actor Ian Sharp. Hello, hello, mate. hello, hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Welcome yeah. Bit nervous, not going to lie, but uh, oh, don't be <laughs> nervous. Yeah, no, okay. This is us okay. chatting shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's what good. we do. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Full relax. Cool. So, as you know, the podcast is all about helping people right. get off their ass and make a feature film, or Great. keep making feature films if Great. they're making them already. Fantastic. So that's what we do. So we just chat about how they can do that and how it happens. Um, so let me, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you, okay, what you've been up to. Yep. As an actor, uh, he's been in Band of Brothers, Heartbeat, Happy Valley, Killing Time feature film, which he also wrote, um, Kickoff, Pleasure Island, Abe and The Marker. And as a producer, Kickoff, Pleasure Island, The Marker, and as an exec producer, Your Move, A Deal with the Universe, Incoming, Westwood, which was the Vivian Westwood doc, which has just come out, and A Northern Soul. So it gives me a massive 
pleasure and a delight to welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast, Ian Sharp. Hey, thank you. Hey. We're in hey rain dance. Yes. It's a very echoey room. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> no worries. No worries. But it's all right. It's very it? warm. It's very nice. Are you? Yeah. yeah, it's very warm. Yeah, it's so nice. got, you're on a comfy sofa. I am indeed. I'm very relaxed. So uh, let's, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's, let's, go, there. let's go there. Yeah, yeah. Let's go there. Let's go there. We'd like to do this on the podcast is find out how people started. Yeah. Jumped straight into why become a filmmaker. What was your love of film? Where did it come from? Yeah, acting yeah. and filmmaking. Okay, uh, right. So I, I I think about this a lot. I mean, how can I? Where, where, where's the best place to start? Uh, I've without realizing, I, I was always obsessed with with films. So yeah. I grew up in a very small town up north in Scunthorpe. You did so in Scunny. You're from Scunny. I did. Sunny Scunny, mate. Because uh, I'm, I'm yeah. Harrogate, so I'm like okay, the posh oh, version. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I went to Bridlington a lot. For, oh, really? Yeah, holidays. Oh, okay. oh cool. My, but not my, Scunny. No one, was, right, no yeah, one goes No one there. goes to Scunny. You <laughs> leave Scunny. No, I mean, I, I love it. I love it. Um, Hello. But, um, but yeah, so just as, as a kid, yeah. I just I, I just w- would watch movies like all the time. I, can you remember when you, you know, the video cassettes where you could like, I think you could punch a hole through the video and you could, it, it would make it long wave. So you could like record yes. like that. Twice as much. Yeah, I remember on, that. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Random. So, do you remember, there was like short play videos you'd buy. Yeah, and you yeah. get long way. What? And then long, you, long way. Yeah, is that what it is? Long, yeah. long play. Long play. Oh, long play was it? Okay. Yeah, and you could change. You could. I don't. I didn't yeah, punch yeah. through them, but yeah. Yeah, you, you could, could like, change. I mean, maybe it. I just found like a cheap way of doing it. But, you uh, just punched it. Yeah, yeah. You could do something, <laughs> and you could basically like record like twice as many films. Right, yeah. So whilst I was at school, I'd still be recording loads of movies, and I'd just get home from school, and I would just. No kidding, I'd, I'd watch maybe two or three films. What was your, what was your film of choice? Was it kind of? Uh, I mean, I was stuff? I was obsessed, literally obsessed with Jean Claude Van Damme movies. Yeah. That, that was like he was my <laughs> hero. Uh, I mean, martial art movies in general. Um, and at the same time as watching loads of movies, um, I did martial arts, and oh, uh, and that was kind of my my passion as a kid. What did you do? Which one? Uh, I did karate uh, okay. and I did it for, I did judo for a little bit and I did boxing for quite a few years, but, uh, but martial arts was always something that, that I really enjoyed. And I remember, um, I remember it's year nine, isn't it? When you get to choose subjects mm. and uh, I, I wasn't very, uh, very bright or academic. And uh, so I chose drama because lots of attractive <laughs> girls did drama. That's totally. a, I'm telling you my secrets. That's literally why <laughs> yeah. I chose drama. And Makes just, sense. I remember we, we we had to do some kind of improvisation, um, and randomly I just started quoting lines from movies, and it was actually it was Mortal Kombat. I don't know if you remember that movie. Of course, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I went to the cinema. I must have watched that about five times at the cinema, and um, and and just it, I don't know, like just the teacher and, and the and the and the classmates were like, oh, actually you've got maybe you've got something here, and I just um, I just kind of fell into it, and then. Um, you know, being from a small town, there's lots of kind of amateur theatre clubs, mm-hmm. and it got um, a girl that I actually really, really fancied. She was uh, going to uh, her name. Yeah, I can tell you. Can I, you? I've got no idea what she's up to, <laughs> and I hope she's very well if she ever listens. But it, uh, her name was uh, is. I hope, she, I hope she's still around. Uh, uh, Lisa Cobb. So, and uh, she probably doesn't. Oh, Cobby. Yeah, Cobby. Yeah, oh. Cobby. Oh, Cobby. You know Cobby. So uh, she said, "Well, look, you know, I'm doing an amateur theatre." Um, club and um, we're going to do um, a little shop of horrors and they're looking for lads oh. so would you just come down and just so I was like oh, fine yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. You know, I get to spend a Saturday with you fine mm-hmm. and um, I randomly went down there and so we were asked to prepare a song Uh-oh. and uh, yeah I know jeez <laughs> and um, 
uh, and I, I loved The Three Amigos as a, as a kid. I loved that film. And yeah, there was a song. Mine sure. What was it called? Oh, yeah, it's a cracking film. I actually introduced it to my four-year-old literally on holiday a couple of weeks ago. Right. It's on my Instagram. You can see me. I'm going, this is the first time. Yeah, that was a real proud moment for me to be able to have my son watch the kind of films that I grew up watching. And yeah, enjoy yeah. it, right? Oh, oh it's amazing. It's, good, it's like a second kind of cycle or whatever. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so I went and did the audition. Um, and uh, I remember it was in a toilet. Uh, in a community center because the, the acoustics sounded nice and uh, I sang come into the toilet little man yeah I know I know it's kind of a bit like that isn't it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I actually um, I sang uh, a song and, and and then I got offered the lead in it it was uh, to play Seymour in wow, Little Shop yeah. Horrors and Seymour. yes exactly and yeah. uh, for whatever reason I could sing I have no explanation for it no one has ever done any acting or anything in my family uh but i just i think i could just copy sounds or something or or or, or whatever and i i i don't know i i could do it and wow. then i yeah i did that show and then suddenly it seymour seymour crowbone yeah, yeah. Little shop. and then i literally was doing a i was uh maybe doing 15 20 shows a year amateur wise wow. and yeah. uh i just com- once i kind of found uh, a passion i was was i was, I was hooked you were i was there i yeah. was there um and yeah, yeah, and then you know, moved to London, and here, and here we are. So from there, you said, "Okay, I, I want to see the big smoke." Do that? Did you go yeah. driver school? How did it uh, work? So for you? basically, I um, so I, I I didn't get any, any GCSEs. Like I said, I wasn't very um, uh, academic in any way. Um, and I thought, well, maybe I might try and do this at college. So I, um, because I didn't get GCSEs, I had to do a GMVQ to, mm-hmm. to get the equivalent of four GCSEs to then go and do a BTEC. Yes. So I did that extra year and then I went and did a BTEC. And whilst I was there, I remember seeing this poster um, at my college, uh, North Lindsay College, for the National Youth Theatre. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget it. And I looked and I was like, oh, well, God, wouldn't that be amazing to go and do something like that in Leeds? You know, Leeds yeah, is a yeah. big city, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, even though it's like literally an hour from Scunthorpe. But for me at that time, it was like life changing, um, you know, far away or whatever. And um, I, I got in. I got into the National Youth Theatre, which was just like nuts. Again, yeah. that was like, wow, maybe, maybe I can kind of do this a bit more. So how I kind of came to London was, I, I remember I had a Starlight Express CD and I opened it up. I and, love that musical. Oh, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's one of the okay, first things it. I ever saw, actually, in the West me End. Me too, me oh, too. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah I travelled down from Yorkshire yeah. to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too, mate, yeah, yeah. No, and that was just a wow. Um, and yeah, the, the, I opened the CD and the cover, you know, I was looking at the cast and and the lead, Rusty, went to Arted. It wasn't Cobby, was it? No, it wasn't Cobby, right. sadly <laughs> enough, <laughs> sadly <laughs> enough. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, but yeah, he went to Arted, so I, I swear to God, I literally wrote to Arted, I managed to get an audition and I got a scholarship and then suddenly I'm like, like, can I swear? <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. fuck, I'm, I'm, Fucking great. I, I'm coming to London. And um, I guess we're fast forwarding a little bit, but, but like, uh, you know, se- several years later as, as a job and actor, very difficult, very hard. Um, so I, I, just to create my selfish reasons to create a job for myself and my friends, I produced a play. The play then got turned into a movie and, and I'm sure we're going to go into more detail about that, but that's, that's and that how we started. Ki- yeah, and that was kickoff. Yeah, that was kickoff, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was it, did you write that play? No, no. I, I literally, at the time I was personal training. Was it Ricky Beetleblair? Ricky Beetleblair, sorry. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, um, at the time I was personal training and I was, you know, quite frustrated as a, as an artist or whatever you yeah. want, you want to want to say, but, uh, and I literally, the only day off I got was a Sunday and uh, there was a brochure for the Actors Centre. I, I had it up and um, there was a, so I, I'm going to go and do an acting class on Sundays and it was the Actors Centre mm-hmm. and it actually turned out to be a business 
class, which I didn't realize. I thought it was an acting class and I turned up and uh, you, you, we got talking about like, you know, what do you want to do and what do you really want to do? I said, well, I just want to act. <laughs> I just want to act. And he's like, well, why don't you put yourself in something? And I swear to God, it was like, that was just like a light bulb. I, was like, I never even ever considered that, like never in a million years. And, I, and, and yeah, it just, something sparked him and I went, okay, well, do you have anything? Like, I didn't really know many writers or anyone like that. Mm. And he said, well, I've got this um, uh, play called Kickoff um, that actually was, it was a screenplay, but I'm thinking about doing a, a, a stage play of it. Would you consider looking at it? And I said, look, we'll do it. We'll, ju- we'll just do it. And I had a little bit of money saved up from personal training and, and, and we put on the play at the Riverside Studios yeah. and my, my, which was, oh man, what, what an experience. And, uh, and it was only for one night, one night at the Riverside Studios. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, uh, my very first client was a bit of a mentor of mine. He said, well, look, if you ever do consider making the film of it, let me know. And I, I might give you a little bit of money. Wow. Um, and it, but on one condition, you have to put some money in. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, oh, and, cheers uh, then. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Uh, but, uh, but, but thankfully, you know, personal training had done well. I think my acting skills, you know, just had helped a lot kind of just being good at communication or whatever. So I picked up, you know, quite a lot of clients and I had a little bit of money. I said, well, yeah, let's do it. And then, you know, I don't know, maybe a couple of months later we're on set. <laughs> and there we go yeah that's how it kind of that kind of side of my career started that's incredible oh thank you and what do you, do you prefer both now is there a thing you yeah prefer? i mean I, I i go back and forth on this i mean uh, my acting career kind of started quite well and then it kind of went down like a lot and it kind of stayed there for a while and then the producing kind of like i said it kind of act, uh, happened by accident and and that's taken off and and you know it, you know i mean this, I've, I've been in the game now as a producer since 2009 so mm. being honest it's probably only been the last two or three years that things have changed really you know um i kind of I, i've made so many mistakes and failed so many times which is super important by the way but um it's only now that it's it's really kind of uh, got to a certain point where people take my calls and i can actually get meetings now and and, and whatnot and people come to me and mm. stuff which is great let's talk about kickoff then go for it because yeah. this is your first feature film that you made yes. based on the play like yes. you say yeah um Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, okay. did Killing Time come before that? Uh, that was afterwards. So it was after. Yeah, okay. so that was a short film that uh, I had written. Um, um, I, I also, at the time, I was, I was producing a play in London and uh, I wanted to do some more screen work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, you just wasn't getting any auditions. So I was like, right, well, let's, let's write a short film. It makes total sense. Yeah. Find the work yourself. If you're not yeah, getting mate, it, write I, your own stuff. 100%. I say it all the time on the podcast, write it, do it, find someone who yeah, can write yeah, yeah. It and help them develop it. I know. I mean, you guys are doing that. So, I mean, I, I, I mentioned earlier on before we started, I'm such a fan of what you guys are doing. And I've been saying this for years, like as for actors, you know, a lot of my friends are actors mm. and a lot of them are at work. So I'm like, go on, like create stuff, and guys, can, like yeah, yeah. do yeah. it. Like you yeah. can, and you just, you never know. I mean, there's so many examples I've got of, of friends who their careers have just totally changed now because they went and wrote a short film or yeah. uh, they got a feature off the ground or mm. whatever. And I, and I, I love that. I, I love I, that. I'm the same. Because yeah. it's suddenly you go, fair play to you. You, yeah. you can achieve, you can actually do it rather yeah, than talking yeah. about it. For a sure. lot of people talk about it, but not yeah. that many people it do. It takes a lot of courage, you know, because, I mean, and that's, again, kudos to you guys for kind of demystifying that process. But like, because what is a producer? Like, where do you start? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's really tough. And, you know, I didn't have anything like this when I started. I just, like I said, I made a lot of mistakes. 
but uh, but having something like this is just it could be a game changer for someone out there. So mm. so credit credit yeah. guys, I appreciate Thanks, it. Man. Thanks, man. No, That's no worries. Cool. And it is nice when we get um, emails or yeah, from people yeah. or tweets or whatever to say, "Listen, I've now made my film because of yeah, you," yeah. or "You helped me inspire I mean, to write amazing. this." It's it's honestly, it well feels done. so yeah, good. Yeah. It feels really it. good. So we set it up to help people. You know, if yeah. we can help, yeah, then yeah. we will do what we can. Awesome. So let's talk about kickoff. Yeah, then. yeah. Um, so it is in the five side soccer. Yeah like environment yeah, yeah. right it's an uniform gay team yeah. they go up against an established team with a deserved reputation for violence and a mm-hmm. skittish first time official um so basically there's more action off field than on is the premise yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. so it's pretty much setting the five aside yes pitch yeah. pretty much the whole yeah. thing right yeah. Okay. yeah it's pretty much kind of uh, th- uh the time wise throughout so it's over kind of 90 minutes mm-hmm. and uh yeah the game keeps on getting interrupted by you know their their kind of partners their boyfriends girlfriends are, are, and parents etc i mean it, it's it, it's a comedy it's a farce um did you shoot did you shoot was it a really short shoot yeah i think we did it in 14 days okay. uh, just outside of london uh so i mean it was a great experience and obviously we did the play as well so we we had a lot of the cast right, already yeah, right, yeah. and the cast you got jason mazza was he yeah, in the play yeah. as well no he no, wasn't he wasn't. actually he wasn't right, he didn't okay. do the play right. but jay uh, brown who yeah, i worked yeah. with oh, really? on okay, night junkies yeah. oh nice years ago yeah yeah um Sasha Frost. Yep. Is this where you met Rebecca as well? Is this? Uh, no. So my wife. Uh, we actually met in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah. Old school. Nice. This well, is way done. before Tinder or whatever. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, I've been with my wife for nearly fifteen years. So. Congratulations! Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, she's in it as well, as well as yep. Ricky Beetle Blair's in yep. it, and um, yourself. Yes. So yeah. how did you go about? producing it then in terms of going was it like i don't know what i'm doing ish yeah no it's very very much uh exactly um so we one thing i i did was and i try to do even now is surround myself with experience um so we um uh, ricky's sister at the time had had helped produce i believe metrosexuality which is a tv series he had which uh, gave noel clark his his kind of first uh acting break and yeah, there was a there was a um, another producer on there, Diane um, Shorthouse. Diane Shorthouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked with Ross Boyask now. A- yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. evolutionary films, That's actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so she had uh, more experience uh, than uh, me and, and Rebecca did. I mean, it was great because it gave me time to focus on on the film on the acting side and that's kind of how i've worked ever since really if i'm if, if i'm in the future my my wife doesn't act anymore again like most actors we didn't really understand what producers do and then just fell in love with it like fell in love with it really um and so yeah so when when i'm making a movie now if i if i'm in it and it's it's our production once i get on set i'm, I'm the actor i i don't really get involved um and she handles that non kickoff was it just a case of let's just see what happens let's yeah just get i mean we had it. the script uh the, the, obviously the experience on the play uh, and then we did uh, we actually rehearsed round here uh, and we did lots of training for it because we all had to be in like in good shape and you've been a personal trainer at the time yeah exactly so that really anyway. helped yeah exactly so and uh, jay brown at the time was yeah he was shredded was yeah yeah exactly yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like a lifetime ago but yeah we, we shot it over 14 days um I wouldn't say we we kind of winged it, but we, you know, you you kind of you, you had some structure in place, and you know, we had a first AD, we had you know some good crew that had a, a bit more experience, and uh, it's a really cool set. Yeah, great, I really enjoyed great. it. And you got it released. I mean, it's yeah, it's available. Yeah. You can watch it now. I know. How did that? Were you involved in that? Side yeah, I was. Yeah, very much so. So, I mean, again, it was, it was. If I'm honest, probably the easiest film I've ever made or sold <laughs> because uh, I mean, the subject matter itself. You know, gay football team versus straight football team. You know, that was at the time. I think it was the anniversary of Justin Fashionu's death, oh. and obviously, you know, that was in the public eye again. And so we had distributors come to us 
which isn't normally the case, right? Yeah. So, um, so I, I was so I was very lucky actually for my first film. It, it you know it got distributed, you know, not just here or around the world. It you know went to like thirty film festivals. So me thinking, oh well, this is easy. Wrong. <laughs> like four years later, still hadn't made a film um, since. Um, what yeah. happened within the four years? Where because you said you, you made lots of mistakes, and yeah, things went yeah. wrong. So in that four years yeah. from then until you made Pleasure Island, yes, right? Yes. What? Why? Why did it take so long? Do you feel? So I mean, uh, so we were. I mean, there's f- many reasons. Uh, one, you know, being honest is I just didn't really know the process, you know. And I, I, what I should have done was, is again, it was partnered with other producers uh, or exec producers, etc., that had a bit more experience, or uh, you know, maybe I surrounded myself with people that were uh, Barry Bullshits, you know what I mean? That people that kind of make a living off. Just you know, having meetings and talking exactly, about yeah, films. yeah, and you know, made a yeah. film maybe twenty five years ago, and are still yeah. making money off that film from maybe naive producers mm. or whatever. I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, there's yeah. lots of people we know, um, <laughs> and you know, I felt that you don't know any better, do you? You just go, wow, well, you made a film like that, mm. you made that movie, and uh, so I probably partnered with some wrong people, right? And 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 actually, uh, the the subject matter. So we were trying to make a horror film um, called the, the Krampus. And, Which uh, is on your own to be that yeah, you might be making yeah, it soon Yeah, so it's still anyway. there. I mean, we haven't taken it off. And I don't know why, because <laughs> there's been several fil- films of it since. But uh, but we, we keep coming back to that, actually, because um, I still want to have a go at that movie. But at the time, yeah. there was too many things, obstacles were getting in the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Like we, um, and, and, and if I'm being totally honest, maybe me and Rebecca weren't really kind of like, we will think well, do we want to watch this maybe not mm. so why are we doing this you know what i mean yeah. and and every time actually we try to not step away but just maybe and it's not no dis- disrespect to i mean the, the writers and a really good mate of mine and i love him a bit and i think he's ex- extremely talented but like it just wasn't happening but but every time we'd step away we'd maybe get like a an offer for a distribution deal or something so and so it just dragged on and dragged on. And then we just got to a point where like, you know what, maybe we need to move on. Yes. Um, yeah. So then, yeah. So my, my next one was Pleasure Island. Right. Which, um, How did it come about? How did it talk us through that? Yeah, no worries. Uh, so basically as a, again, as a frustrated actor, uh, I went and uh, went to a Starbucks in Richmond and, and wrote a story uh, about a character very, very loosely based on, on my background. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, someone kind of, uh, kind of moving off to try and create something for themselves and then going back, but actually kind of being resented for it in, in a way, um, which was, I thought that was just a really interesting kind of uh, dynamic to talk about or, or, to, or, to, or to maybe capture. And then I gave the idea to a, uh, uh, the DOP actually uh, of, of kickoff right. who really yeah. wanted to actually direct as well. I said, well, look, you know, I, I loved his work ethic. You know, he would be on set 14, 15 hour. Like, I mean, right. I, that's just amazing, isn't is it? Is that you know, Mike? Mike, yeah, yeah, Mike Doxford, who yes. I th- again, I, I, you know, I definitely want to work with him again. I definitely want to want to get him another film off the ground. Um, and uh, I said, well, look, I have this idea, you know, I'm, I'm from, you know, I'm from Scunthorpe and, you know, I, I want to make a film in that region. Uh, this is an idea, you know, I, I managed to get a bit of money together. Look, do you want to have a go at it? Do you want to, you maybe go off and, and write a script or, you know, and he was like, yeah, okay, let me give, give me some time. And wow. I think something like six weeks later, we were in Grimsby 
shooting a movie. Holy shit. Yeah, Did you no, deliver the script quite quickly then? Was yeah, it, and it was a very, very quick turnaround. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, six, seven weeks later, we were literally filming. And uh, again, I, I think it was just both me and Mike were the same. Was, let's just... Let's fucking do something. Do, do you know what I mean? Let's just yeah. do something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I was like, look, if you don't like this idea, don't worry about it. Um, but what we did do, and I, I try and do this now with all the, the, the people that I work with. Like, for example, I'm, I'm making a kind of a big Greek kind of action film. Mm. And the, the writer that we, uh, we've just as- uh, attached uh, to the project, I said, look, if you want to go to Greece and just spend a couple of weeks there, I mean, not only is it free holiday, but like that genuinely, I think, will ha- add layers to the project. Mate, there's so many writers who are listening now going, <laughs> oh, really? are you yeah. serious? No, mate, I know. <laughs> and he, I mean, even he was like a bit like, really? really? Yeah, I was really? like, mate, yeah. Like, I, I really believe, like, like, go and spend some time there, immerse yeah. yourself in that world for a I bit. agree. I yeah. think it makes a big oh, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And maybe like, that's an actor thing or something. When I was writing The Dare, obviously, I chained myself in a basement. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailer, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a scary, <laughs> scary, scary trailer. But uh, that's cool, man. Very cool. Thanks, um, but yeah, um, and uh, so I took Mike to uh, to Scunthorpe and Grimsby, and, yep. I, and I said, "Look, because he's he's not from that world, you know. He's well, I mean, he's from planet Earth, but he's not from, <laughs> he's not from Lincolnshire. From that world. <laughs> he's not from that world. That world. Uh, so I, I kind of took different. Yeah. So I, so so I took him uh, where I kind of grew up, and he was just like, we've got to make a film here, man. Like, we've got to do something. It, it gave him a richness of material uh, to kind of go back with and write the script, and, and here we are. How did yeah. you raise the funds for it what did you do this yeah, time? same yeah. thing I mean, it was my own money your own being, money being honest yeah well done uh, oh, man it's you. brave were you at the time was it something you were able to do yeah or, yeah, know, uh, yeah i mean didn't I, remortgage your house or anything no i mean i i i'm one thing so god this is probably maybe a different podcast but basically you know as an outwork actor i got I kind of got i got sick and tired of having no money you know and yeah. I, you know i want i want nice things right course, i want yeah. the children and just i want a car maybe just, yeah just, oh, yeah, just, yeah, just nice i want some food you know like literally it was a uh, very kind of quickly realized that you know what maybe i have to kind of uh, do something else on the side so i i i started to get involved in in property and investing and stuff like that. So, oh man, clever. no, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, uh, those purely, GCSEs paid off. That there you, didn't you go, get. mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, so you know, um, me and my wife, you know, we had a little bit of money, and then we just kind of started to kind of buy and let properties, buy and flip properties, or whatever. And we'd, we'd managed to, to to secure some money. Got very lucky, and and uh, and I wanted to do something with it, and that was Pleasure Island. That was the budget. Amazing. Good I should you. say, I should say, we lost all the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we lost, we lost all the money, but I would do it again in a heartbeat because... Tell us why, tell us why. Well, just because like, A, you've, 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 got, to, you've got to learn your craft, you know, you've got to yeah, do it. And yeah, yeah. A, it, yeah. it, it, it was an incredible experience, but I wouldn't have got the budget, the finance for my next movie right. if I hadn't made oh, that. So, so there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so... Uh, I, I would do it again and again and again and uh, well, actually, maybe I'm telling. But yeah, but, but got, like, you, think that you I've got kids now. I've got responsibilities. Um, but what was it? Why didn't? Because I, I, I'd heard of the movie yeah. before I'd met oh, you. Wow. I'd oh, heard cool. of it. I knew about this movie. Cool. So why do you feel it didn't? Uh, then make yeah. any money back what many, was the many reasons i mean i mean we, we made a little bit of money and it went to to a few festivals but it, it didn't recoup at all like nowhere near uh and 
what's the reasons why? I think, you know, it, it, that we all probably know already, you know, I was the lead in it. I'm not a star. Who's going to go to the cinema and watch me? You know, it's, yeah. oh, cheers. Thank you. Uh, yeah, two, yeah, two, 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 two. Okay. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners now, but, yeah. but I mean, I, but that wasn't the reason why we made it. You know, yeah. I, it was, a, it, we wanted to make a film. It was an opportunity for me again, as an actor to stretch myself and, uh, you know, to, I, for us to learn our craft as producers. Uh, so there's other ways of, of success without, you know, financial gains, but it was a, uh, I mean, it did get out there. It got a few distribution deals, but again, you know, we had sales agents kind of sniffing around. I didn't understand the contracts. I didn't go any of that. Like who, yeah. who teaches you that? You know, no one does. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. We don't talk about it much on the podcast. Yeah, and I yeah, think I will yeah. do a session where we do you talk about do. the yeah, contracts yeah. and yeah, that side yeah. of it as a, yeah, just yeah. as a filmmaker or director or yeah. screenwriter to understand it. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. And you know, I know the film would sell in, in certain territories and we'd be like, oh, we're not getting any money for this. Like what's going on? And I, I will say, you know, once I became a film financier, that was a complete like, ah, now I know who actually makes money yes. in this, in this, in this business, yeah. uh, which we can go into. Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe the film just wasn't good enough, you know, maybe it just didn't uh, hit the right nerves or whatever. But again, you know, I, I would work with everyone again that worked on that film, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I had a great time and, and, you know, we, we got a lot of exposure and, you know, like I say, we got our, uh, finance for our next feature off the back of that. Which so, was the marker. Yeah, which was the marker, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so let's jump straight into that. Go Why for it. Go for I it. love yeah. it. It says it's a perfect segue. Yeah, no, well did. done, mate. So, yeah. I think you did it. You did. <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, hang no. on, Pleasure Island sold to Metrodome, though. Metrodome yes, it, it, it did, yeah. I mean, they did their best, mate. And, you know, it got a very, very small theatrical release. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it still didn't really go anywhere. It, Can you say what the budget was? Or Yeah, it? I mean, no worries. I, I think it was in total about 250000 Yeah. Right. Even yeah. though on IMDb it's like four hundred million or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh God, um, you've got though. I mean, yeah, you got you, you got to kind of like fake it. it till you make it. Yeah, all that kind and of then stuff. when you make it, you kind of like well, just go, we'll just, let's just leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was about yeah, it was about a quarter of a million quid, okay. um, which obviously is a huge amount it's, of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Huge amount of money. Again. Like you say, you would do it again, and you learned from that massively to Definitely. make the marker. Okay, yeah. the marker. It's a yeah. dark urban thriller yes. uh, by writer-director Justin Edgar. Mm-hmm. And it follows a tormented criminal played by Frederick Schmidt, mm-hmm. right? He's great, by the way. Yeah, he's a terrific. But did I see yeah. him in recently? It was just Mission, Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. He was yeah. amazing in, but also mm. something else. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, I watched the mark and I was like, hey, he's rise. great. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this criminal, uh, played by Frederick, who, after a stint in prison, sets out to try and find the daughter of the woman he killed. Mm. He is haunted by his guilt and the guise of a ghost of his victim. His bloody mission brings him up against his former gang boss, played by John Hanna, mm-hmm. as he faces former demons as well as a brutal criminal conspiracy. I mean, there you go. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great film. It's yeah. a really oh, cool little uh, urban thriller. It's almost yeah. a criminal thriller. It's the kind mm-hmm. of thing that people searching through Netflix now we yeah, just go yep yeah. that 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 yeah, it's great yeah, you got John Hanna Kathy yeah. Tyson yeah. uh Strawn Roger yeah. no relation to you uh and why you say that Anna Olaru <laughs> and obviously Ian yeah, as well. wait yeah, yeah. no 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 <laughs> no he's not connected no relation no okay, okay. <laughs> it's a shame because yeah. well, how's it spelled the same oh then he is related because there's not many of us what are you like special yeah with a d yeah, yeah, it's not many he's of us. Roger, yeah. He's fam- famous. He's str- he's really big actor. Yeah, yeah, he's done some incredible Chariots of Fire, Is Kill it? List. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I just didn't realize it was spelled the same. Yeah. Oh well, I'll give him a call. <laughs> well, you've probably been to many Christmas probably dinners. Have, with him. Yeah, it's probably my second cousin. Probably a- my dad. My no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I've derailed it. Carry on. Derailed. Yeah, yeah. So, no so the marker, right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. great. Um, tell us how this 
came about was mm-hmm. this again you pushing this forward as yeah. again you said it was off the back of pleasure island mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is great this this is brilliant for our listeners to hear because there's a lot of them out there who are on that first to second film how do they keep going mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how did it work so basically uh so justin edgar is a very good friend of mine and he um we live just around the corner from each other and um I think we went to uh, like a Screen International Film Summit or something and we were having a like a beer afterwards and he said, oh, I've got this script uh, called The Marker. Um, you know, it's, it, you know, it's going to be a, you know, a, a relatively low budget feature. And, I mean, the budget actually did increase quite a bit more, but mm. he said, oh, would you look at it? And I said, yeah, mate, of course. And Justin's kind of, at, you know, at, at that point he'd already made uh, three films, I think. And uh, I read the script and normally he, he does comedies uh, right. and this was completely the opposite. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the film as you know it, it starts very very violently and you know i read the script and i was like mate this is like this is really dark and this is really good uh you know w- w- you know if, would you consider maybe me coming on board and uh, as a as a producer and he was like like yeah, yeah maybe maybe we could actually do something and um justin at the time had already started um talking to creative england i think he'd had a bit he's had quite a bit of institutional finance and uh he said well look, you know they've showed a level of interest as well but you know they, they want a producer and uh, um, you know attached to it so i ended up meeting uh, at the time richard holmes who i think was the head of film for creative england yes. in Cannes, and we went for a, went for a, like a, a 20 euro half pint and uh literally uh we got talking and i was like i think we're gonna i think we want to do it and he said well look you know creative england really like justin we like the script, you know, potentially we're in. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. And wow, again, very quickly, and I should say as well, my company uh, put in a little bit of money as well. And Sharp House, yeah, yeah. It, well, at the time it was Achilles Entertainments, and then okay. Sharp House kind of formed about two years ago. Um, right. But yeah, we were we, again. The budget kind of came together uh, relatively quickly, and then we had like a post deal as well. And I mean, it's still, you know, relatively low budget. But, I think but how incredible. I mean, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I mean, again, I mean, that was still so 2000. And, so that was probably two years since the Pleasure Island. Um, and was that cast dependent or was it not at all? Was I it? don't think it was, actually. I think at that time, Fred was already attached. I think Justin really loved uh, Fred's work. I think Anna, maybe Alaru was was... Was was friends with Justin before I came about anyway, so I think maybe those two were attached. Uh, but then we did, you know, started doing the rounds and you know get the cast and directors in and all, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And which was Lucy Rans that one? Right. Who, who, she, she cast okay. that. Yeah, we we got we got what John Hannah attached to the project and did he just read? Was it just yeah. send it out offer to again? Him and actually, he lives in Richmond in West, in, in West London, so <laughs> yeah. I think it was Justin who managed to get him the script. We suddenly uh, we were going again, you know, in in pre production. So that's. Yeah, Great. I mean, it sounds really easy, and it sounds like it was quite, uh, of quite, course, but, yeah. but it really, I, really wasn't. Like, it, it I imagine there's so is. many hoops and paperwork yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm just meetings. forgetting it, but like, yeah, yeah, because you was, remember the good stuff. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. But there was, I imagine, there was quite a lot for sure yeah, to get. For sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you've got a great cast now. Mm-hmm. You're moving forward. What was the process on set? What was the kind of day to day for you then yeah, in terms so of producing? Again, we shot that. I think that was in 17 or 18 days. So, so we shot it all in Birmingham. 
Uh, Why Birmingham? Uh, well, Justin's from Birmingham, and okay. he, I think all his features actually he's, he's he's made in Birmingham. So he re- he really champions the area. Obviously, it's it's, it's so much cheaper filming it outside of London uh, for uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, and you can you can blag a little bit more. Yeah, like if there's a location yeah. you want, you can go in and go look. We shoot a film, and it's exciting Definitely. to them. Yeah, whereas exactly. in London they go, how much? How much? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, exactly. And and a budget like ours, I mean, that's that's a game changer, isn't it? You know, yeah. we can get production value wise, it looks amazing. We basically kind of took over Birmingham. You know, most of the cast and crew stayed in uh, hotels there, and and it was it wasn't guerrilla style. I mean, we we had you know, wow, I had line producers, I had ads, I had, I had all the HODs that I'd never really had before. So it was a real luxury, and uh, yeah, we shot it in seventeen days. Um, I, I I also acted in it. My wife was the lead producer, so again, I I could switch off. And mm. if I'm being honest, and 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 I don't know if this is a good thing I say this but I don't really like being on set as a producer <laughs> I'm being totally honest um, it's t- do you know what because I've done it a couple of times right. and it's a different feeling it is a different feeling yeah. you can't just suddenly go cool let's just put the camera here or yeah, yeah, let yeah. me as an actor go stand like, here yeah just, am I am I in the way uh, like, yeah am I, or am I letting like am I putting you off yeah, because I'm here exactly yeah, but yeah. I think if you do as a producer if you're doing a great job mm. it means no one needs you yeah Exactly. So therefore, you're allowed to stand by the monitor for a bit because yeah, everything yeah. at the moment is running smoothly. Yeah, yeah. Until someone screams from the makeup department, yeah, you yeah. can't run in. Yeah, I mean, from, from my point of view, it's, it's nice as well to see the producer because it means that they care and that. They're, yeah, yeah. And, and if they're there and they're smiling, it's yeah, like, oh, great because yeah, yeah. you're never sure oh, if you're doing the right. They're in tears. Well, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> of imagine. course, I've never seen that. Yeah. But you know, it's it's nice because yeah, yeah. then you know that you're doing someone seeing your work. That's, yeah, yeah I think that's you important know? as yeah. well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll pop in every now and again, yeah, I but good. I think going forward and, with, you know, the other films that we're working on, I, 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 I'll come in and out. You know what I mean? I think, uh, and that's fine because I think once you get to that stage, the director, you know, and the line producers, you know, it's, sure. it's their time. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, um, and, and as well, I think being honest, I think my, my skills maybe I, not my wife is very measured very calm and i think you need that as a producer whereas it's such a privilege being on a film set you're oh, right it's it such is. a how lucky is that to it's, be able to oh gosh i'm so glad you said oh, that. Really, yeah. it really is yeah. it's an absolute privilege to be on any film exactly. set so, ever yeah it really is so yeah. i'm not very good at dealing with then freaking egos <laughs> you know what i mean so uh so that's why it's probably best that i'm not there uh you know all right. the time it's, is it something that you kind of get annoyed by and you want to say something yeah I mean, that is the exactly i mean yeah, yeah for sure like um i'm probably not the most measured uh in that sense whereas my wife is very calm and and she really loves that so okay. it, it works and i mean i work with my wife it's it, we you know we have a company together in that experience my wife will then she'll take over and i will kind of just come in do my scenes yeah maybe see what's going on you know the rushes or whatever or, um and, and and yeah and then once the film's kind of on that next stage, that's when I kind of come into play a bit more. So. Right, talk us through this then. Okay, so the selling of the marker and the, yeah. the marketing behind it. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, how was the process? Because obviously you've got Creative England. Yeah. You've got John Hanna. Yeah. Which carries some weight, but yeah. is it enough to sell the film? It definitely, it, it, I mean, it definitely, in one way it can validate your project, you know, having like, you know, that subject header in your email, Creative England, John mm-hmm. Hanna, people, yeah. you hope that people will, will, will at least go, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. um, and yeah, it definitely does open certain doors. Mm. I don't think we had anyone, any sales agent or distribution attached at that point. Oh, I think, sorry, I think Metrodome at the time were on board, but then they 
kind of didn't exist anymore. So we were again looking for a UK ah, distributor. Fine. Um, so we we just went down the traditional road of we had a few kind of screenings, sales screenings, uh, however you call it, and uh, you know buyers came in. And what I did do on the market, what I'd learned from Pleasure Island was I was going to retain UK rights because I had the contacts, other relationships myself. Mm. And then I got a sales agent for the international sales and uh which I'm, I'm glad i did and and thankfully you know it, it sold you know really well so like wow yeah i was i was really really uh really grateful you know and those contacts were from pleasure island that you'd be yeah pleasure island and, and several years of going around Khan and and on all these afm or whatever and banging on the door you know mm. uh, building up those connections uh you know four five six seven years or whatever and having a lot of doors kind of slammed in your face but just that tenacity just kept us going you know and uh so then when we had this film uh the marker ready you know um you know a lot of buyers came and and thankfully you know it it, it sold who did you sell to so for the uk uh kaleidoscope took it okay and they put it on netflix and stuff which was great and then it was truffle pictures but now they're called film seekers So, so carolyn used to be head Carolyn was the head of international for Metrodome. Uh, and she, you know, she had a, a interest in the film previously whilst it was at Metrodome. But then when she launched her, her own company, she took it on mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, to her credit, like I say, she sold it very well. It, it got out there and it's on Netflix now. And yeah. here we are. It's ready to watch. You feel that's the best place for people to watch it so, rather than yeah. buy it is yeah, go to Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should just get on that. If you've got Netflix, don't, yeah, don't go and buy it. It's already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. It, did you obviously you said you learned from your deal from the first time from yeah. pleasure yeah, island yeah, and stuff yeah, with yeah, the contracts yeah. did you obviously yeah. change it this time with yeah no i i i made an effort to really kind of i think you you, you need to know your business right mm. you uh, you need to understand what you're getting into uh and obviously as a creative you maybe don't necessarily think that that's your job but it kind of is you know because it's your ip or it's you know it's your hard work so you want to be rewarded for it so i've spent a lot of time and you know i i also another thing i did uh the last few years was you know find mentors that have been through that as well and you know they would all say like you know make sure you go over the paperwork and and you know i would always if if a contract comes through i'd send it to them to kind of very quickly look over Uh, and 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 yeah now being a financier as well obviously i i see hundreds of contracts so yeah quite clued up on that now right okay talk us through then now being a financier yeah the other yeah. side of it yeah yeah, yeah. earlier you said you know knowing what i know yeah oh my god yeah it. yeah is there any before we get there though i just want to ask you if there's any advice you'd give someone who's trying to make the film like you did mm-hmm. um uh, with the uh, kickoff yeah any advice for someone now trying to make their film at that stage yeah. uh well just in a way, kind of be naive, you know, just, just go out there and, and, and just do it. Don't overthink it, you know, take risks, um, get around like-minded people who are, have all got the same intentions and they, they just want to make a movie. They just want to make something, mm. you know, create a piece of art. So, um, don't, don't think too much about, you know, selling it and distribution and this or whatever, like that will come later. Just go and make something you kind of, you, you believe in and, and you, and you want to get done. So that, that's what I would say. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank oh, cool. you. Okay. So the financing side then, yeah. now you've moved to that, exactly yeah. producing lots yeah, of Yeah. 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 Okay. Talk us through what's, yeah, what's, what's no the worries. difference. So, um, so yeah, so we, so Sharp House, so my, my production and finance company now. So Which that, is you, your wife, Rebecca, yeah. and Emma Dutton as yes, well, right? Okay. Yes. So, um, the three of us own, uh, the production company and the finance, uh, business. Although they are actually, they're very two separate businesses. They obviously complement each other, but they're, 
they're, they're, they're very, very different. So Emma Dutton, we met on a distribution course a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Emma was in the military. So, so she's, yeah, I mean, she's wow. amazing. Yeah, she's done five, she, she did five tours of Afghanistan before she was 30. Holy I mean, she's shit. she's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and, and definitely there should be a film about her. Um, but we met on a, on, on a course. And at the time, I, it was my, I, I was in the audience and I was probably the, the most experienced in the audience because I made, at that point, I'd made Pleasure Iron, so, so two films. And she said, look, can I take you for a beer and just kind of pick your brains and, and, and learn, you know, learn about uh, film? And again, I think she was still in the military. And I said, yeah, for sure. And um, she ended up getting an internship uh, at Bankside, mm-hmm. uh, which is a sales agent. And they're also kind of owned by Headgear Films, which are a very successful very big film finance searing company indeed and um so she went over to headgear and 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 was working there for a while and very quickly i think they realized that okay she's a special intern you know she's at that point she had an mbe you know i mean she was like um and she doesn't really she she doesn't really go into it or anything she doesn't show off about her incredible she doesn't wear it or anything no mate not at all you wouldn't know at all um it's fascinating it's fascinating (laughs) um and uh i said well look you know if you ever do want to maybe uh do financing and, 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 and have your own business. You know, I'd managed to, you know, as a, as a, as an investor, I'd managed to kind of accumulate, uh, you know, some money, you know, I don't necessarily have that level of financing, but I have enough to, to be dangerous, you know, to, to, to make a difference. And, and she said, well, let's do it. And, and Sharp House completely it reformed, restart Achilles, you know, uh, it, it kind of reshaped itself. And, and suddenly we're, we're now f- film financiers as well. Um, mm. and, um, I mean, it sounds very kind of risky or glamorous or whatever, but it's very vanilla kind of spreadsheets, numbers, you know, we cash flow a lot of stuff. So I, we kind of act like a, a small bank. So we do kind of like collateralized loans. So yeah, it's it's very kind of, do the numbers work? And is this the right project? Do we believe in the filmmakers? Um, and obviously, because with it being our own funds, you know, we, we can't take huge risks. Mm. Um, but thankfully... You know, one of the reasons why I, I, I formed Sharp House as well is I wanted a sustainable business. You know, yeah. um, and and what the thankfully what the the, the profit, um, the interest that we earn from 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 the finance and the lending side of it, cash flows the company and you know our development. So we can take risks and we can start to develop more projects. So um, so yeah, it's been a real you know I I, I appreciate not everybody can probably do that, but um, you find a way, you know, and we were just lucky that we could do that. That's yeah. amazing. Look at this. This is a, what an inspirational story. A guy who didn't get GCSEs. Yeah. Oh, yeah thank and now you. he's running a successful yeah, business yeah. as a film producer. Oh, and thank a you. Producer, man. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel that way, but like, uh, but no, I, I, I appreciate it, mate. And, uh, and again, you know, it's, it's thanks to places like rain dance and books. And yeah, you know, one thing I'm, I'm obsessed with reading, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's how I, I tend to learn a lot. And uh, yeah, it does. It, eventually, I think if you can manage to survive yeah. and be in the game for for long enough, you kind of you start to find your way, you know. And you get around like minded people, mm-hmm. you, you get to survive, you know. So uh, yeah, no, I appreciate it. That's great. Um, what the the two differences in from the financing side to yeah. then the producing side? Yeah. What if you could tell a, yourself as the producer now? Yeah, yeah. From what you've learned, mm. was there mm. anything, what would it be? So, it's a good, that's a good question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, understanding the marketplace, I think, is a big thing. So, okay. uh, and, you know, if you're wanting a film to have some kind of theatrical re- release or to have some kind of international release, you do need to, to, to put that kind of recognizable name behind it, you know. Uh, you, 
there's no getting it, get, you know, we're so saturated with content. You need to have a hook that will get an audience to, to watch your film. And you need to, you need to know the value of your film, I think mm. as well, you know, in, in the marketplace. So, um, and I would also say to producers out there, I, I don't know if this is answering your question, but I would say to the producers, understand like finance plans, you know, and understand how to respect the money. Like it's not just someone's giving you money. Thanks all the best, you know, now go and make your dream. It's like appreciate that what, you know, uh, an investor or, or, or a company is giving you, you know, some, you know, uh, an opportunity there. That being said, you know, I listened to the Craig Conway episode. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Barry bullshitters out there. I there completely are. agree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who claim to be film financiers or whatever. And yes. they just don't work with those guys, you know, go, sure. to, go to legit companies and ask them, look, am I, is this a good deal for me? Am I being screwed? You know what I mean? You know, there's enough goodwill in this industry where we're so sick of, there's so many freaking dickheads out there that are exploiting creatives. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why, if I'm honest, we've been maybe successful quite quickly in finance and it's, we're just nice people, you know, like we're not, we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to screw anyone over for a little bit of money. You know, that's, we're producers ourselves, we're creative ourselves. So, and we'll always be that way. Um, but yeah, so understand, uh, you know, you know, the value of your film, the, the finance plan. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that's a, that's a big part. Um, knowing that you, you know, you, again the cast that you 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 pick you know be, be speak to sales agents and and, and go well, ex, you know if if you do have a particular film and you haven't got maybe that name like then you probably do have to to lower the budget you know mm. uh to for realist realistically to kind of make any kind of money back and that's fine you know that's absolutely fine um i would always i mean me going forward as well as uh you know as a producer if I'm honest, I would always get a distribution deal or sales agent in place first. I would because, oh, okay. yeah, um, I think you know where we are in, in our careers. I would, and I think if you've you've made a few films at this point, I think make sure you've got some kind of a release secured, you know, because it's really hard to get it seen, right? And you know, you, sure. and yeah. and I I made that decision after the mark. I was like, right now, the kind of films that we are going to develop and, and make, you know, and I might not be on set for a couple of years, but these are going to be bigger films, international films, because these are the films that I watch. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so go for, I mean, go big or go home. I think that's, that's my kind of mindset at the moment. So, and you know, that's the project we, we've definitely kind of punched, we're punching above our weight with the talent we're working with now with the size of, you know, the company that we're at, we're, we're at the moment. So yeah. Brilliant advice. And that's great. Thank you. That's oh, really you're cool. welcome. Yeah. Very good. I do ramble a lot. So did, no, no, I, I hope that makes sense. That was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. really, yeah. really great. That's great. Oh, Anything you can want to talk about that you're working on at the moment? Yeah. So, um, so we, we have a small slate about five films, uh, and they vary from, for example, a Audrey Hepburn biopic that we're, we're developing now, which wow. is going to be quite a big kind of scale production to, um, we're doing a uh, we're developing a psychological thriller set in the south of France by um, a writer called Johnny Hirschbein, who recently uh, wrote A Prayer Before Dawn, which mm-hmm. did exceptionally well. A cracking film with Joe Cole, um, who was an extra in Kickoff, by the way. You started him. his career. I yeah, discovered he him. Made him. Yeah. Not, but uh, but he's a he's a good good guy. Um, so and then you know we have a, a film, true story uh, about. Um, Greece's most wanted man, Vasilis Palaiokostas, who um, I'm producing that with uh, David Clowns, who produced Argo, and Puyo Shabazian, who did uh, you know, the Divergent, Insurgent movies, and mm-hmm. American Honey, Love Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing I'm, I, I again I, I touched upon. You know, trying to make bigger films. I'm partnering up, so I'm going with producers now that have 
done you know several of these films mm. um so i can learn again at that level because you know when you're talking five ten fifteen million i don't want to fuck it up <laughs> you know what I mean? sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh so i want to i want to partner with uh and, that, and maybe that's another thing i would say to producers share share yes. a slice of the pie you totally know? people like to hold on yeah to it, but no absolutely yeah agree. Sh- share go, go, go in together you know um so so yeah so these are some of the projects that we're developing now yeah that's great i love that the whole stepping up thing yeah so i found that from producers i've met over time or in the past have sort of gone oh, i've just got this project and now yeah, i'm going to do yeah, this one yeah, on my own and yeah. that might fail or not happen mm, and suddenly mm. they go oh shit yeah yeah it's like you say you go up mm. hook on to someone else's because yeah, we've had yeah. a success mm. yeah yeah that's great suddenly now you're well, it's easier sell. Yeah, yeah. And if that does okay, you've yeah, suddenly got yeah. hook, 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 and you can exactly. I get mean, to the top of the mountain, well, at least middle somewhere. Exactly. I mean, I, I snowy at the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very lonely. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not that I, I would know, but <laughs> I assume it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Great. I'm, honestly, this has been brilliant. Thank okay. you so much. Oh, my, this my is going to be a great yeah, podcast. Anytime. I'm looking forward to everyone yeah. hearing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do like it, do follow Ian. Where can they follow you? Uh, I think I'm Ian Sharp uh, on Twitter and, and Ian Sharp One uh, on Instagram. That's I'm mostly active on those two. Uh, and then Sharp House is on uh, again, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. But uh, probably if you're going to follow Sharp House, probably on Twitter, I'd say. Great. And can people send stuff to you? Are you open to that or mm, not nah, at the moment? I, uh, I mean, our doors are say always no. Up. Say no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Maybe not so much for film. Uh, if, I, if I'm honest, maybe I think we've got enough on at the moment. But actually, television-wise, no, we are definitely doors are open. So we're I'm actually looking for a uh, head of uh, of television, you know, uh, at the moment. So if there's anyone listening, you know, that that wants uh, you know uh, a salary and a, a a fund to go and create something, it'll definitely get in touch with me. Wow, um, I, I think if uh, you know anyone, the guys, phone yeah, just went crazy. <laughs> please do no, no, reach out to me. But I mean, look, you know, I, I, it's not just me. I had I have had a development. You know, I've I've readers like a good idea is a good idea. So if, mm. if someone's got something, you know, I would or or if it's been referred by by someone that I would know, one hundred percent, I would look at it. Great, like that, like this man. It's great, yeah. isn't he? Um, okay, Andy, where can people follow you? Uh, I'm on the Internet Information Superhighway ads. You are? <laughs> yeah. I've seen you, you on the ads internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm on uh, 35mm DOP yeah. everywhere on Insta, on, on the Twits, on the, on the Worldwide Superhighway, on the Twits. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thanks. And go look at Andy's website. Um, 35mm DOP.com. Yeah, some new stuff on there. Some new stuff, yeah. but also some fantastic stuff. And To Dream is out now. Yeah, watch To Dream. Go and watch To Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's somehow. a great feature film that Andy shot. Um, Directed by Nicole Alberelli, who's on the podcast soon. Being prepared is everything. You can make your indie film, but know who your audience is and go out there and do it. And remember, if you're lucky enough to do well and rise up, it's your duty to send that elevator back down. If you enjoyed listening to this, do tell your pals. Anyone who likes filmmaking, pass it on. Why not? Be nice. Pass it on. If you really do like this, why not give us a nice review on iTunes as well? Why not? Why not? It's all for free. We do this for fun. Um, Ian, brilliant. Thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Appreciate your time. Andy, thank you. Welcome. Pleasure. And thank and myself. thank you to Giles thank for doing you. your podcast. Thank you. Yeah, well done, Giles. We all appreciate <laughs> thank it. You. Good man. Um, yeah, so we're out next Tuesday. So join us next Tuesday for the podcast, as always. Until then, stay well, take care, and make sure that you take another little step forward to making your indie film. Do it. You can. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Take very good care of yourself. Goodbye. I love you. And each other. And each other. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Be gentle with yourself. I've said bye-bye. Oh, you hang up. (laughs) No, you you hang up. up.
I'm hanging up. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.